We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience Sunday Live. We're going to be getting to all your DraftKings previews, the rankings for the week, all the updated injuries we got going on. Don't be afraid to tune into the sweat at 11 a.m., 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time on the DraftKings YouTube channel as well. While you're here, you might as well smash the like button. Leave your DraftKings handle in the comment section. Not the live chat, the comment section. Give me your slate breaker for week four. Who's the one guy who's going to swing your lineup and propel you to win a million dollars? I just I want to know this so I can use those people too. We will be doing the live viewer chat at 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time, one hour from now. We're going to start asking for questions at 10.25 a.m. Eastern Time. And if you leave your questions in the chat before that, well, they're probably not going to get answered because we're just going to scroll to the bottom and start from when we say to leave questions. However, as I am so magnanimous, and Gary and Thorne is here too, also magnanimous. Less magnanimous, but let's, sure. let's, let's just take okay, some questions sure, right off sure. the top. People were here early. They loaded in some questions. They loaded in questions before the show started. Good on them. They, yeah. they, were they, a- they, they didn't know the rules yet. It's fine. Uh, if people do want to listen to this, well, they should know the rules. If they're here early, they're probably people who watch every week. It's the same rules every single week. That's, that's true. However, this is available on demand for audio podcasts on the Pat Mayo Experience audio podcasts uh, at 10.35 a.m. Eastern time. So the first hour before the viewer chat will be up there in case you miss, miss something. Got to go walk the dog, get some groceries. I don't know. Have a beat. Ah. Probably don't want to listen to this while you're having a beat. No. Probably bad well, news. Depends how you feel about it. Yeah, listen, game. if you want to, go nuts. Just don't tell me about it. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Standard League. Should I start Tyler Eifert or TJ Hawkinson? I'd start the Hawk. Yeah. <laughs> There's one. Number two. Uh, let's see. Allen Robinson or Nick Chubb? I think I would start Nick Chubb. Yeah, Nick Chubb. The Colonel, Manny Sanders, or Chris Thompson? We don't know about Jalen Ramsey yet, if he's going to play or not. Yeah. With the team, but who knows? Yeah, let's go Emmanuel there. I would say Emmanuel Sanders as well. Uh, two more. <laughs> Melvin Gordon or Christian Kirk? Christian Kirk. Kirk. And do one more. Let's try to find it. Melvin Gordon, Tyrell, the Gazelle Williams, or Devonta Freeman? I will take Tyrell Williams. I will also take Williams. All right. So those are the five questions we're doing to start the show. 
Maybe we'll do Yay. that. Maybe that's like a new thing we'll do every oh, week. Segments? Segments. <laughs> Your five, the best five questions. At least the first five questions. Right, number five. Number five. The fifth member of this team ranking number five out of three for this show. And on the line is Tim Undercust. Tim Undercust. That's not my name. Why you got to be so hurtful? Is it is it now hurting your feelings all of a sudden? No, you can't hurt my feelings. Yeah, see, oh. that's what I thought. Should we try? Should that be the entire show? Let's hurt Tim's feelings. Well, I feel like most of the comments. That sounds like a fun exactly and positive that. thing to do on a Sunday morning. Hey, listen, if we give out bad advice anyway. We might as well just make fun of Tim the entire time. People see yourself. People seem to like that. That's true. Um, all right, let's talk about some of the injuries going on right now. It almost looks like everyone that we thought was going to play is going to play. Uh, T.Y. Hilton, I mean, the inactives will be officially released at 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time. The only change that I made to my rankings, which are up on DKPlaybook.com right now, or if you just hit the description of this live video, you can find the rankings. So if you have, like, two receivers that you don't know who to start, if you click on the wide receiver rankings, get this, Gary. They're ranked in order. No. Yeah! So you're telling me some sort of numerical list of players well exists. there's there's no numbers next oh, to them. well mm. now you're starting to lose me maybe that's too we tricky for me numbers we could say how those numbers are ranks the numbers are ranks is what you're looking for there <laughs> uh but i added rashad penny into them because it does look like he's yeah. going to play but that's an inactive that we're probably <coughs> not going to know no just before lock yeah. starts because that game's not until four o'clock i mean we've got a pretty good uh practice run in last season with Rashad Penny being questionable into the 4 p.m. slate. Yes. Happened more than a couple times. I I bumped down Chris Carson in the rankings just because he's going to split time with Rashad Penny if Rashad Penny is active. Thank goodness, because now we won't all play Chris Carson. Oh, I have to play Chris Carson in spots. That's the fun part about it. Yeah. Well, season long, sure. Yeah. No, I'm not playing him on DraftKings, no. Uh, Let's see. Chris Godwin is expected to play. Melvin Gordon is only going to be used in emergency situations, apparently. I don't even know if I believe that. Yeah. Like, just um, what situation against the Dolphins be? They're I almost... They're, they're within on. 10 in the fourth quarter, I guess. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think we're going to see him for more than... Maybe not at all. I, I, I would... If I had to guess, we don't see him at all. But, like, what are the chances? Just like, oh, we're near the goal line. Let's bring in Melvin Gordon for touchdowns for no reason. That's... F- like, I look... I don't think there's any chance of that. Why would I, they reward him? Because <laughs> it's the Chargers, Tim. You've already cursed them, so just expect them to lose and do the first, stupidest thing possible. First, let's just put on the table that there are no curses and no one believes there are curses. Did, secondly, did you, I don't. Third, no. Uh, secondly, did you know that the Chargers have as many losses this season as you p- predicted that they would have this season? So what you're saying is that my prediction could still be correct. Yes, they could run the table from here on out. I mean, they're not going to because they haven't played the Chiefs yet. But, man, they've got, they're still incredibly loaded with talent, and I think that they're better than everyone that isn't the Chiefs in the AFC. It's not a high bar, aside from the Patriots, really. Who hey. played nobody yet. But this will be a good yardstick for them, because Buffalo's going to be a playoff team, too. So if the Patriots crush Buffalo, well, then we can say, okay, now they played somebody good, and they played well. I mean, I think we can all just say they're pretty good right not now. Not yet. They haven't played anybody yet. <laughs> haven't played anyone. Played not good. It's, it's just like... Clemson. It's- Clemson was the best team in the country, and then they only won by one yesterday because they actually played a team that fought, fought them. Like, you know, sometimes a well, team... Well, you know, there are some differences between professional athletes and collegiate athletes. Um, you know, when each team dresses 95 players, things get a little dicey, Tim. There's no response to that. None whatsoever. It's just like when Tim says uh, when the home team doesn't lose in a playoff series. Well, the series hasn't started yet. True. No one's lost at home. Nope. So what happens if everyone? Well, that's not my. It's over. It's like you're making well, it's, it's also incredibly stupid. Yeah, you choose to say it. No, like when the like I think the Yankees are gonna, uh, uh, or sorry, the Dodgers are gonna win the World Series, and if they don't lose any games at home, they're never gonna lose. Uh, they'll win every series. Like the series doesn't begin until the home team loses. Is this? I can't tell if this is real Adam Schefter or not. Is Sterling Shepard not playing? Am I seeing this correctly? Uh, I, I can edit that. I have not seen that. Players up, but... out include, but then it just says Albert Wilson, but now it says Albert Wilson active. This is very confusing. Oh, no. Never mind. So Schefter hasn't tweeted since... I uh, typed in Albert Wilson ago. to see if Albert Wilson was playing, and it gave me news from three weeks ago. There you go. So there we are. Sterling Shepard is playing. Yeah, I <laughs> believe I, I, was, I was under the impression that Albert Wilson was... 
trending towards playing. Today. I am using him this week on DraftKings. I think That's he is. Okay. I think that he is the one dolphin that you want to play. This gets into my favorite prop bet of the week. Hit us with the favorite prop bet of the week. Josh Rosen over 191 and a half yards. The lowest quarterback yardage prop on the slate. That is even too scummy for me. I can't do that. Unless he gets hurt. It's a, unless he gets hurt, it's a winner. I mean, how does that, that make you feel? Look, that doesn't make me feel great. Um, but you've got just numerous injuries in the Chargers secondary. I still think they're going to comfortably control this game. Dolphins are one of four teams with a 70% or higher pass ratio. Josh Rosen has the highest ADOT in the NFL, over 12 yards per attempt. Well, this is good that Albert Wilson is coming back because it gives him someone in the intermediate to zero-yard routes to throw to. Yeah, Jakeem Grant, not been great. No. Got a case of the drops. Big case of the drops. Here are my props, my big four for the week um, that I put out. I... Fucked it up to, to begin the day because I had I had JJ Nelson. Oh, I was like 18 and a half yards. He's definitely going to get more than that. It was longest reception, mm. and I was like, oh, I got to redo this. But my week four props: DK Metcalf over 60 and a half yards. Tim, I won our bet last week, by the way. Did you? I mean, I figured when I got that 53 yard reception that I had won it. Uh, no, because he had two catches in the game. <laughs> yeah, but he had more yards. That's why I figured. With, that's why I figured I ended up beating. Yeah, him. but he didn't have four catches though, did he? No, apparently. I mean, they were both bad plays. What yeah. can you say about it? Either way, Metcalf over 60 and a half yards. He's had over that in every game so far this season. So yep. going to go with that one. Josh Allen over seven and a half rushing attempts. I okay. like it. Everyone's sure. going to be covered. He's just going to take off, right? Yeah. You Unless love they... QB running. They've realized this. I didn't appreciate it before. You love QB running stat props. That's the inefficiency. It, it really is. Plus, plus EV bets, Tim. They're not plus EV if the team's not going to ever do it. But in the Bills case, that's different. I, I, I like that because that's going to happen. Uh, Dontrell Inman over 3.5 catches. Oh, that chalk. Okay. It, it, People yeah, for, bet, for, like, for betting, chalk doesn't matter so much. That's, yeah. like, um, the whole world is going to bet that. Well, they're not because the yeah, line, the line people, isn't juiced whatsoever. A lot of people also don't bet props, Tim. Also, the line is actually juiced to the under. Not Very the strange. Uh, Josh Jacobs over. 8.5 receiving yards. Just just catch the ball once, man. Yeah. Catch the ball once, make someone miss, you got it. In a similar vein, uh, Daryl Williams' yardage prop is 19 and a half. Total yardage? Uh, receiving yardage. Oh, okay. Which, you know, that could obviously go wrong, but at the same time, he averaged about eight yards <laughs> from scrimmage per touch last week. Played more snaps than Shady, had more touches than Shady. Well, Shady also got hurt. Yeah, still. It's it's it just seems like he's going to be involved in this offense. I think twenty yards. When Patrick Mahomes' yardage prop is up over three hundred and twenty-five yards, <laughs> Daryl Williams combined rushing and receiving yards 56, 56 and a half. It's not bad. It's really. Not bad either. I think the Lions the Lions have given up the most yards per target to the running back position so far this season. Eight point eight yards. So those four props that I gave out: Metcalf, Allen, Inman, and Jacobs. A parlay together. I played them all individually, and the parlay together pays 12 and a half to 1. So let's hope that wins. And I also added three extra props if you want to juice up that parlay a little bit, Darian. We got, I almost hit the one I gave out on the show last week, so might as well go back to the well here. Wayne Gallman. Wayne Gallman. We'll talk about him it's in a second. It's going to happen. Over two and a half catches. That seems fair. Noah Fant, over two and a half catches. Nick Chubb, over 23 and a half receiving yards. Sure. Because all of a sudden he's involved in the passing game because they have to dump it off because they can't block. They they did make a concerted effort. I think Freddie Kitchens came out before last week's game and said we have to get Chubb more involved, and they did. That parlay pays over 100 to 1 if you add those three to the other four. Not bad. And the one I just played solo was James White over four and a half catches. I like that one too. Because Rex Burkhead is dealing with a foot injury. It does appear like he's going to play. At least that's the reporting from so far this morning. But Well, look, you go back to last season – no team gave up a higher positional target rate to running backs than the Bills. It was like 27% of opponent targets went to running backs. Um, I feel like we know who's the pass-catching running back in the Patriots offense. Also, dad swag. Yeah, he has, he has baby swag. Baby swag. New father, baby swag on the go. But just the way that you think that this game breaks down with the Bills, that they're going to, with a beat-up offensive line for the Patriots, the Bills pass rush coming at you. The spread hasn't moved off seven. I actually like the Bills plus seven, but... It's just quick dump-offs. Like, 
Edelman, well, I mean, that's been their entire offense. Edelman's forever. banged up. Gordon's banged up. James White appears to be like the only healthy guy on the field. Yeah. And his role for what he does well and excels at is perfect against this Bills defense. No, I agree. I like that a lot. Tim, do you still like the Bills plus in this game? I never loved it much to begin with. I still don't love it now. I, I just barely took it. Uh, but it's, it's, not a, it's not a bet for me at all. I think the Patriots could certainly go in there and win by two touchdowns. If the, if the Bills have the same problem that like a team like the Titans have in that they have trouble scoring quickly and at pace. And I, I don't think the Patriots have that problem. So it's always sketchy for me to grab a team, even getting a touchdown, when I feel like if they get down by 14, my bet is over. So I'm not in love with it. Uh, did it make your Super 7? No, it did not. Who is in your Super 7 this week? Because I'll give you mine right now. Okay. I don't... So... Okay, go ahead. Okay, so I have... Let me pull it up here, sorry. I have the Chiefs, the, uh, the Colts, the Chargers, the Ravens, the Bears, the Jaguars, and... Because I do this with somebody, I would have also had the Saints, but he didn't like the Saints, so we also have the Giants. Who'd you lock in? Uh, the Ravens. That that that's free money there. See, I, I I still like the Browns in that game to cover the that's points. Not cool. enough, to, not a throw, not enough to throw it into my Super Seven. But Gary, and here are my seven for the week. And since I lost the spread on Thursday, expect a, a bad week sure. for me in the spread department. That's why I only bet one, and I played all those props. Tennessee plus four. Yep. Buffalo plus seven, Kansas City minus six and a half, Washington plus three, the Rams minus nine and a half, Houston minus four and a half, and Dallas is my lock at minus two and a half. I hate almost all of those picks. I like it. Seven and oh, super seven. Well, we talked like about it. this. Um, I, I truly feel, and, and sort of like you, there's not a ton of games that I like against the spread this week, but this just feels like the week the Titans win a stupid game. On the road, a game they shouldn't. And it helps it's Atlanta, too, who tends to just lose these types of games that they should win. Yeah. But Tennessee was destined to be 2-2 two and, two and and take this really strange route to get there where we just have no idea where they stand. Mariota will throw for two touchdowns and just be like, oh, he looks fine this week for some reason. Great. Or, no, it'll be one of those circumstances, because this is what happens with Mariota, is that he'll make, like, he'll throw, like, a four-yard screen pass, and, like, the receiver or running back yes. will do all the work. He'll be like, Mariota's pretty good. He completed a 70-yard pass. Leading his receivers? Great. Um, one thing I did want to bring up, I know we don't usually talk about, like, season-long stuff or look past week four. Yeah. Um, and it just reminded me, because you liked Washington in this game, you can now bet Kyler Murray at plus 300 to win Rookie of the Year. Danny Dimes has launched into best odds to win Rookie of the Year. Really? Yeah. Not Just surprising. Rebet Kyler Not Murray. At all. Double up on your Kyler Murray bets because he's had a two-game head start. There's there's no scenario unless he's hurt where he doesn't throw for forty five hundred yards, and he's probably, probably going to rush for, for five hundred too. I mean, what about Danny Dimes? He might triple that. Throw for he ten thousand yards. The, the Honestly, thing, he doesn't have to. He plays in New York. If he's if, if he's ninety or eighty percent of what Murray is. He's going to win unanimously. That isn't right, but them's the breaks, and that's how the world is. I I really don't think that's true. And also, he might have a great week this week to follow up his fantastic performance last week. And and maybe you want to wait to bet this and and hope that he does have another great week this week because he's got Minnesota and New England the next two weeks. He's going to get knocked back down to earth. And Kyler Murray, by week seven, is going to have the best odds. I I have a question. I heard the Patriots aren't good because they haven't played anyone. That's true. I didn't think about that. And I just that's wait, not what I, that's not j- what I just said. wait now. They'll win like 35 nothing today, and then they'll be like, well, they haven't yeah, played anyone. Bills are terrible. <laughs> no, no. I, I say, it's like you don't even listen to the things I say. No, we do. Yeah, we, we were just anticipating what you'll say next week. Because what I just said was Buffalo was good, and if they beat them, that will be impressive. Yes, we are aware of that. Yeah. But you will change that. You will, come on, you will come on to the show next week. It's like, well, it turns out Buffalo wasn't good after all. The Patriots haven't played anyone. Yeah. Anyone no, who I'm watched that do. game with Buffalo will know that the Bills were not – not anything we thought they were, and, and we cannot consider that game uh, no, to be a good No, I'm not going to say Patriots. that at all. All right, so LaShawn McCoy, Devin Singletary, Judge Ito, Melvin Gordon, Rashad Penny all look like they're going to play. The only ones that I would actually like actively try to play from that bunch of injured players is Shady. Yeah. And, yeah. E- and even then, I have him at like 23 in the ranking. I have him behind Wayne Gullman, one spot. Like, wh- oh, yeah, I like Gullman a lot this week. I don't like Gallman a lot, but, but he's, he's, he's just an RB two. He, he is, is a guy is. who is going to touch the ball. 
against a bad defense. He was. I did put him in my team. <laughs> Are your DraftKings lineup? Yeah, Look, I, I finally figured one out. He's he's a useful DraftKings piece this week. Am I am I looking to get a hundred percent exposure to Wayne Gallman? No. Uh, will he appear in a couple of my lineups? Sure. I I, I just think it's a good spot. Um, I found these new games last week called Double Ops. Oh God. Oh my. What? I, I won like three last week or something. They're great. Put a dollar on each. No, they were two dollar double ops. They were a lot of fun. Because usually <laughs> I only have one lineup, and that's just the lineup I roll with. I like experimented with different lineups and stuff, and it was really cool. So I Do, can't. Uh, did you? At DraftKings. Did you? Did you feel like you had to build your lineup differently? Yes. Yeah, double I, up no, contests. With those ones, I thought, well, if half of us get our money, which is actually a really interesting concept uh, that everybody, you know, that half people get their money, that you just, like, go for, you know, really safe players because that way you just want – you don't need to be first. You just need to be better than the middle of the pack. So it was actually – they're a lot of fun, and if you're looking for, like, low-stakes enjoyment to play some DraftKings, I, I, I highly endorse I don't know how long they've been around for, but I really <laughs> Oh, Tim. What? You're right. Play, go play some 50-50s. Go play I, some double-ups. I'm talking, up the, I'm talking up the company. I, 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 I understand that. They, uh, yeah, these, these aren't new things, Tim. Well, they're new to me. <laughs> so they're new to everyone, I guess. And I enjoy them. It sounds right up your alley, trying to win double your money on two bucks. Hey, it was fun. It's, it's low stakes, and you get to you know play around with lineups, and it's kind of cool. All right. Um. Do we want to talk about how cursed the Chargers are this week? Yeah, we can. Everyone's hurt. So if we start, let's talk about some like DraftKings builds here. Like you had mentioned that like Russell Wilson's going to be Russell Wilson and the Seahawks are a very popular yep. build this week. Other let, than th- let let Tim make his joke. I know he's been waiting all week to make this joke. Go ahead, Tim. No, they traded away one of their one of their tight ends, so it's really not a thing anymore. No, but they signed. I, Luke I would Wilson. say that I would say that makes them more of a thing. No, I don't mind Walt Disley this week, to be perfectly honest. But I'm so, not playing him. Well, breaking news. <laughs> yeah, there's double ups, and everyone's playing Walt Disley. So he, uh, I, have, I have Engram. So, oh, so that is that will be another you, popular stack. Yeah. So yeah, those are probably the most popular two stacks. Uh, I would think so. Seahawks and Giants. Yeah. Well, they're very logical just because you know where the ball is going. Like, you're especially going to, like, the... I didn't play any Seahawks except for Metcalf. I think instead of trying to pivot off Disley onto, like, another bum tight end, like, Disley is objectively the best $3,000 tight end. Yes. He's $3,500. Yes. I, I agree with him as a value. Yes. Like, and there's no one around him, like, Ebron is, like, the only logical, like, pivot play. Yeah. But I don't even like Ebron. Well, <laughs> I'd I just mean, Hilton's probably not going to play. I guess you could... You could get a little exposure to Ebron if you wanted. No, I'm saying the only reason that you might consider Ebron is that Hilton's probably not going to play. I still yeah. don't like him. No, but like you said, there, there is at least reason to think he could be viable this week. So, but he is in no way as good a play as Disley. No, so I ended up using, well, I'll just kind of let you in on Pat, Pat's key to losing his money on DraftKings this week. Sounds great. Another I should, segment. I should probably just be playing double ups like Tim. And win double I, my money. Wait, wait, I, I still want to figure out what the up. heck these are. Uh, Tim, I can't win a million dollars if I play a double up. Excuse me? Well, sure, you can't win a million dollars, but, like, you could have lots of fun and, I'm, like, I, I actually want to know, Tim, doubling up your money. When, I, when Pat and I, the last two years, had been referring to guys as cash plays, what did you think we were talking about? Honestly, I did not know and did not want to ask. <laughs> Well, that's what it is, Tim. Cash games are double ups and 50-50s. Oh, well, I think they're a lot of fun, and I think they're neat. They are actually perfectly tailored for you, as you are like the most conservative type of fantasy player there is. Conservative lineups do really well in double ups and 50-50s. Yeah, it seems like they would. Like, there's no reason to swing for the fences when you don't. Then there's no value in finishing first. Yeah, but who doesn't want to swing for the fences? Got, anyway, got the like fence. I said, Seahawks stack, Giants stack, both incredibly popular. I got a game stack for you. Sure. Ready? Yep. Lamar Jackson, Hollywood Brown, Mark Andrews, and bring it back with Odell Beckham Jr. For whatever reason, people are just off Lamar Jackson now, despite him being the best quarterback except for one guy. It is strange. Uh, the fact that their offense is averaging over 500 yards per game seems pretty good. But just people don't want him now. Like, it's really bizarre. I... How bizarre. <laughs> there you go. 
Brother Bell is in the back. Sweet singers. <coughs> when we start a band, you better not be coughing through my singing, Tim. No, I won't. But anyway, that's a stack that I really like. Uh, I think it's a high upside stack, obviously. Yeah, sure. the, the Ravens, as shown last week, can't defend anyone who's fast. It's a problem. Uh, that's not good. And the Browns are missing their entire secondary. And have a really good run defense. Yeah. I mean, look, that's... And it's another situation where we have a highly concentrated offense, which is, you know, generally what you want to look for. Watch I mean, Sneed catch fucking touchdowns. Well, I would, I would say you're most... Most likely what is going to Hayden put you Hurst on Hayden Hurst catches tilt, a touchdown? No, is Mark Ingram no. scoring three touchdowns. No, no. <laughs> no never, that is not going to happen. Never going to happen. Never, never again. Could, could never happen. Um, no better. Ravens defense, though, is a very solid play for their price. Oh. oh, but I've been told the Browns are so great. How could you possibly play a defense against that? You realize Tiblin's greatest OC, who never did anything in his career, who should be the head coach, apparently, and a head coach that everybody loved, who shouldn't be a head coach. Terrible team, terrible offense. Tim, uh, Tim lives in this bubble where apparently people just tell him how great the Browns are 24-7, which I don't think exists. <laughs> just keep reinforcing he on, he, he's, on like, he, he's on like He's on like the Browns message boards being yeah. like, no, no. why do people think the Browns are so good? <laughs> just they like when he's... The betting Tim, Tim you went over this on Wednesday. You don't need to rehash this. Okay, well, you know what? I wanted to for a moment anyway. Really get the show off the rails. Oh. But... Yes. Most hurried quarterback in the NFL, Baker Mayfield. Already thrown five picks. We have a, we have a, a sense, as they are, I believe, a touchdown underdog in this game, that they're probably going to be throwing high leverage situations for defenses. I just, I was expecting them to be around, like, 3-8, 3-9 this week, and to see them at 3-2 is... Uh, my favorite defense of the week is the Rams. Also good. Rams, good D-line going up against a bad O-line, and the guy standing behind that O-line on the road is Jameis Winston. Yeah. And Chris Godwin's banged up with a hip injury. He's going to play, but he's not going to be 100%. Also, among all defensive players who just come out this during a week and say, I've decided I want more sacks, I trust Aaron Donald to actually get that done more than most people. Not the Broncos, who have no sacks? Poor poor Broncos. It's really bizarre they have no sacks. So, like, looking at this list right now, Rams and Texans would be the two I would go with. I like the Texans against, like, Kyle Allen's not playing Arizona this time. There's actually going to be a pass rush in his face. Yeah, my fear would just be that it turns into a bunch of let's just hand the ball off to Christian McCaffrey as long as we can. Uh, short dump offs to Christian McCaffrey. You can't do that every single play. If there was a team who was going to. I, I guess that's true. I just think the Texans can take advantage of the secondary, whereas Arizona could not. Yeah. So anyway, those Chicago. are the two teams. Chicago's my favorite play here. Up against Kirk Cousins, that, that there's at least one score in the offing there for them. I kind of like them. You could be correct. My problem with the Chicago defense is it's the same with the Vikings mm-hmm. defense this week, is that we've seen in these games that are close with the Vikings, at least so far this year, they just don't want to pass. And if you're facing a team that isn't going to pass, the defense against them just isn't going to score fantasy points. You'd have to hope Chicago jumps out to a 10 nothing lead, which I don't know if they can. Or just get like four or five, six sacks, which certainly seems possible. As it's well. it, it's hard to get four or five, six pass, four or five, six sacks if the team passing against you only drops back twenty times to pass. No, I, I appreciate that, and I think your concern is, is well founded. Uh, that's that's why I like the Rams so much. Is that Jameis is probably going to Jameis is going to? What would you put over under pass attempts for Jameis? I can actually look up with the three and a half. I'd have gone higher than that. I would have gone higher than that, too. Well, I was saying, Uh, what what do I think the actual line will be? 33 and a half is my guess. What would you think that actually happens? 37. 37? I'm curious to see what that odd is now. I would have said closer to 40, actually. I think he, like, it's very possible he throws the ball 45 times in this game. Unless I'm completely off and Tampa Bay comes out and smokes the Rams, which, I don't know. Passing attempts for Jameis. The over-under on it is 37 and a half. Wow. Yeah, that's a very fair that number. Sense. I think I would, I would shade the over, but not by a lot. No, but that's a good, like, when, that's one way you can kind of go in, especially for defenses, because you want to be facing pass volume, as it does lead to more sacks, more turnovers, more pressures, potential touchdowns. Just go look at the odds for all the games. Like, that's a perfect one to go look at. You don't need to bet the props. No. But just find out who has the highest passing attempt prop, and unless the, unless the other guy on the side is, like, Patrick Mahomes... Don't don't really stream against yeah, him. That's not the best. Type. But if you have a good defense and a high volume quarterback who kind of sucks and loves turning the ball over, boom, there you go. Any interest in the Bills? No, not so much. I, I I understand that the sack floor is probably pretty high, but 
there's still just something about playing a defense of the Patriots that rubs I, me the wrong way. I just all the price down defenses this week. I'll I can't find a good one. The Bills are the best one I can find because they're actually a good defense. Yeah, I like, mean, look, if if you want to pay two six for a defense with the simple knowledge that that defense is good, great. Um, but I, I I do just worry about. I, I mean, how often do the Patriots ever turn the ball over? That's that's their mantra. Well, they haven't played anyone. If they're not playing anyone, you can't turn the ball over if no one is on the other side of the field, Gary. I can't argue with that logic. I mean, hey, if you streamed the Jets against them last week, you got two touchdowns. That's <laughs> in the, true. In the luckiest D play ever, if anyone did it. What, what was their ownership last week? I would assume 0%. 0. 0.1%? It would have to be, or less, you know, like maybe maybe 0.5%. Well, I mean, Tim played three cash lineups, so at least that much percent. Jet stacks and all. Jets and dolphin stacks. That's No, no, you got to be like, I'm putting together one now. You know, what's the safest stack? Probably cheap stack. That's expensive, Getting though. Yeah, it's a very expensive stack. Yeah, I know, stack. but I'd like, to, I'd like to win this two bucks. So. I, would, I would say the best. If you best, lose, I'll give you the two bucks. For, for Tim's knowledge and, and for his use, I would say that, would, would we agree Austin Eckler is probably the best cash game play on the board? Okay, so yeah, let's talk about the chalk plays then, like. Especially now that Melvin Gordon is only in emergency and the yeah. Pope, young Pope, is the backup, apparently, because uh, Justin Jackson is out with a calf injury. Eckler at $8,000. It, it's tough to kind of figure out the Chargers because Keenan Allen's going to be the highest-owned receiver, like, most likely. Yep. Him or Lockett. And then Eckler's probably going to be the highest-owned running back. Yet no one seems to be using Rivers. And Inman might be the best value on the board at $3,000. Like, what do we do with this team? Yeah. Just use them all? I mean, we only have a three-week sample here, but if history has taught us anything, then yes, you can use literally anyone against the Dolphins. Um, yeah, I think Rivers is fine. I, I guess the worry with Rivers is just the volume isn't there at the end of the day, but... You just hope he throws touchdowns. Yeah, he's just got to throw three touchdowns. So I made four stacks this week. I played 14 lineups. I went six, four, two, and two. I have six Lamar Jackson teams, four Mahomes teams, two Danny Dimes teams, and two Rivers teams. Those are the four stacks. I love Daniel Jones this week. Yeah, so does love. everyone does. See, Tim, you're, you're, you, your mentality is perfect for cash games because it's exactly what you want to be doing. Like, Daniel Jones saves you, saves you so much money in cash games. Yeah, he really does. I'm looking at it here and trying to put it together. He really does save me a ton of money. Basically, so, this is free money. I just love him realizing this as we keep going. Yeah, and then he's Come constantly on. filling up. Uh, do you have Christian, like, that's your one rule, Christian McCaffrey? Yeah, McCaffrey must be played in all formats if he's available. I, I, there's no circumstance under which I wouldn't play him. Well, if you use Daniel Jones, you could play Eckler and McCaffrey if you wanted. Like, if you had, like, are you paying up for any wide receivers this week, Gary? Like, just solo receivers that you want to pay up for. Like, are you paying up for Keenan Allen? There are lineups where I've paid up for Keenan Allen. Do um, they have rivers in them? No, well? they don't. So he would be on an island. I, I just think. With the volume we've seen him get so far this season, it's, it's, it's tough to ignore just how big a role he's going to play in this offense with, with almost no other healthy receivers. But I, I do think there's some validity to your Inman point. I mean, I, I'm using, I have two plays that I'm basically using everywhere to save all my lineup, mainly because I think you should pay up for running backs this week and pay down for receivers, like most weeks. But yeah. I just find it hard to find any sort of value. At running back, like the lowest I would go is Gullman, and I'm using James White at 4,900 bucks. But yeah. that's about it. I, I don't really want to use both those guys in a lineup. No, sure. I, I think I don't mind buying Evans this week if I were to pay for receiver, given the injury to Godwin. Is that good or bad though? I, feel I think like... it's good. I think ultimately it is good, and particularly in a game where they're double-digit underdogs, and you would anticipate the Bucks are going to be thrown around a lot, lots. And we saw last week that Evans has not been forgotten. So I don't know. In my opinion, if you're going to pay up for a receiver, that's who you go for. The, the problem with that is, and Tim's actually dead on with this, I just don't know if the volume for Mike Evans is going to be good volume in this game. Because yeah. if Godwin is banged up, they'll just double cover Mike Evans. Like, the play might actually be like O.J. Howard. I was going to say, we have seen, with the Rams in particular the last couple seasons, uh, just with them having two relatively good corners, uh, they tend to funnel to the tight end. And if that's the case, and you were looking to get off Will Disley at 35, O.J. Howard is right there. That, I guess, would be the logical it's not pivot. Bad. But he's not. He's. Uh, it's almost like Ebron. Like, I don't want to play O.J. Howard. You really have to plug your nose and just be like, all right, let's roll this out. Yeah. But, I don't know. You wouldn't do it in a cash game or a double-up, Tim. No, not at all. So, 
Inman at 3,000. I'm using a bunch of Keyshawn Johnson as well. Michael Crabtree, cut. That really helps out the cause. Demir Bird is now out for this game as well. Yep. So Keyshawn should end up playing like 85 to 90% of the snaps. And if that's the case in this offense, it's a Seattle team that just bleeds passing yards. I really wanted to play an overprop on Keyshawn Johnson. Wouldn't offer any. But he's 3200 bucks. Like, if you're looking to save money, those are the two guys yeah. you can save money with. And look, the last time he played that level of snap volume was week one. And he, I mean, he didn't blow the doors off anybody. But it, was a, it was a very solid week. Yeah, that was, I mean, everyone in that offense had 11 Sure, targets. but he's, well, he's 3200 bucks. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I if agree. you want to, like, jam everything in, if you, let's, let's say you used Inman and Keyshawn in the lineup. You, and you had Daniel Jones as your quarterback. You could essentially afford five all pros if you wanted to. You could yeah. have that McCaffrey Eckler lineup. You could probably play Keenan Allen if you wanted to. Yeah, it's true. But of the mid tier running backs, we we talked about how like awful this is before the show. But I'm playing Leonard Fournette. I've got no problem with it. Um, no one wants to play him. Nobody's going to touch the ball 35 times, probably for 35 yards. And that's but. the strangest thing is I I can understand that there are some players we've just reached a point where we're done with them. Like, you, you give them chance after chance after chance, and they just don't return anything. But this is, clearly we have reached a point where this is not the same offensive system the Jacksonville Jaguars were running last season. I mean, even in the games where he was completely healthy, Fournette was only playing like 75, 80% of the snaps, which is fantastic, but he had eight targets and played 100% of the snaps on Thursday night. I, I understand that he didn't return value, and, and that's the lasting takeaway people have, but... You're not going to find a running back with more volume ever at $6,000. Who, who isn't like an injury replacement on that particular Yeah, week. who isn't it's, just like obviously opened up because yeah. of injury. Um, yeah, I, I think it's perfectly fine. Don't like it, but I'm doing it. Got to go. I can't let the recency bias play in my mind. I got to look at the volume, and for the volume, it's a good price. And like you said, there, there really isn't a running back this week below four thousand six hundred dollars just like there's not really a quarterback it's the first time in two weeks we haven't had a quarterback below 5k you can play case keenum at 49 if you really wanted to. you can but it's just there isn't a definite smash spot for a quarterback who's going to save you a couple thousand dollars you can spread out amongst the skill position players so at that point if you still want to get guys at the running back position who you know are just going to be on the field all the time there's no one cheaper with as much of a role in an offense as leonard fournette I, I don't I understand why you don't like it, but no no one is going to actively plug Leonard Fournette into their lineup and be like, this is gonna work. <laughs> this, this is the week. <laughs> but again, the, these are the sorts of plays. And Tim, again, cash games. You probably don't want to play Leonard Fournette. More of a more of a big tournament type play, just because everyone's gonna I'm be. I'm glad off. you asked me. As the sort of resident expert now on these uh, double up <laughs> I, I I do not uh, think that Fournette is somebody I'd be I'd be angling towards. So no. I I think you would be correct in not playing Leonard Fournette. In a um, cash lineup this week. Tim has a 100% ROI on DraftKings cash games by his picks. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I sort of think if there's one thing I'm particularly good at, it's figuring out who is the right play in the double-up leagues. Um, Although, here's one of these. Like, who would play in a $200 double-up league? My goodness. That's me! That's, Many, that's, that's how you get people to play double-ups. Yeah, like if, if, you, yeah, if you actually play double-ups and you want to like churn out a profit, playing like professional DraftKings players, most of them, uh, what they'll end up doing is playing, I mean, head-to-heads is the main source of it because that's just a, a double-up against one person. Uh, here's what you don't want to fall into, Tim. You want to find the single-entry double-ups because then you'll be playing against one guy with 150 lineups in a double-up. Oh. Yeah, there's more to it than you think. But yeah, the high the high price double-ups are actually the double-ups that you want to play. That's how you double your money, and then it's substantial money, not two bucks. Interesting. Yeah. There you go. I'm learning. You, you should play in the $10,600 double up. Oh, my gracious. <laughs> but think about how many $1 double ups you could play in week five. Yeah, if you, you won win. that one. <laughs> well, I saw Empire Maker was... Oh, last week some of his... Yeah, well, he, yeah. He, he, he played a bunch of double ups. I think he had over $600,000 in double ups. Yep. And he won one point something million. Yep. Fantastic. Shout out Empire Good Maker. week. Uh, where else do we want to go with this? How about scoring McLaurin? Hamstring. Unusable this week. Yeah, unusable with a hamstring. But, Hamstrings are really serious when it comes to receivers. I, I'm sorry, you can't. But it does look like he's playing. If it was that serious, I, I don't think that he would be playing. 
I'm not playing him in any format. I'm sorry. I don't. I, I in fact, I really like P. Rich this week. For well, that was, exact I, I was going to say because usually your points don't have like, correlation correlation to another good point, but that is that is the way to go. If you truly do not like McLaurin this week, you should love P. Rich. No hamstrings. You, you should be very, very, very concerned about those. Don't just go away like Presto Magic. Those linger. I would be. Yeah, I would just be concerned about re-aggravation. But it puts us into a very interesting situation now that $4,500 on DraftKings when the slate was opened and everyone saw that price and then they watched the Monday night game and Cherry Terry was there. He was going to be the highest owned player in the Millionaire Maker on DraftKings this week, right? Yeah. So what happens to him now? I, I would still wager he's somewhere in like the... 10% to 12% range. I, I think there's going to be enough right. people. So if that's the case, I don't want to play him. I was thinking like, like everyone got uh, off him. You, you roll the dice on a lineup with him. Look, I, I think if, if, if he was just questionable with a hamstring and we didn't get the report last night that he was likely to play. Um, Cause you know, you've, you've been a proponent of this for the last couple of years and you're, you're very correct about it, which is, you know, when we get news at 10 in the morning, just because we've been up for three hours and doing a show stuff, about it doesn't mean that stuff. everyone's reacting yeah. to it. Yeah, it, it it really does swing how many people are involved. But when you get that on Saturday night and it's been reported pretty heavily, yeah. I, I just think people have kind of like, okay, I'm fine. And also, anyone who made their lineups on Wednesday, now it's like, oh, I don't have to go in in there to tinker. He's gonna <clears throat> yeah. play. It's fine. yeah. Oh, he's gonna play perfect. Uh, the, the move would be if this actually happens. If for whatever reason T Y Hilton is somehow active, play T Y Hilton. Yeah, because he'll be. 0% owned, and he's T.Y. Hilton. He, if you had played him last week in his one half, he would have smashed the slate. So I want to re-rank T.Y. Hilton at home. Always a good yeah, play. Oh, he's just basically always a good play in general now, regardless of where he's at. Yeah, Except true. when he's not playing. <laughs> then yeah. you don't want to play. Yeah, it's true. He's, he's, been, uh, he's been underwhelming when he doesn't play. Pat's hot take. So I want to re-rank Scorin McLaurin, Big Terry. Cherry Terry is what I've been calling him now. F1. That is stupid, by the way. That's isn't it, a, isn't I, it I absolutely knew, the worst? It is like the worst nickname I've ever so heard. It makes awful. no sense. It's not no, even the same name. Is, no, no, exactly. If his last name were McLaren, fine, then that yeah. would be okay. But like, like the the I, amount of like bank shotting that's going on here for that name to work is just. I almost, I almost the, muted nickname on my Twitter feed this here week. Here is I the don't thing, Gary. Care. When people need nicknames, they need to come to the nickname expert. That is true. You can get me, or you can talk to Cam. Those are the two people you can talk to as it pertains oh, to nicknames. Very good at like, people calling him F1 is just like, do you think this Homer Nixon is any relation? Like, it's stupid. Yeah. Look, if you have to, if you have to force a nickname, it's not a nickname. The, the whole essence of a nickname is it's the first thing that comes to your mind because that's just what you call a guy. So, exactly. Like, people call me Top Cat, not because it's, yeah. like that, that, it's just something that's long, sure. been long-standing. No, you're, you are correct. That is... Oh, thank you. That is thank what you. people call you. So, let's go thank here. You. Would you play... A banged up Julian Edelman against the Bills or Scorin McLaurin? Edelman. Oh, they're both hurt. So I would play Edelman because this is not a hamstring. Would you play the caveman, me Cole, Hardman, or Scorin McLaurin? Hardman is the fastest person on earth. I'm going to play Hardman. <laughs> faster than Bolt. Jesus. He might be. He's the fastest. <laughs> no. Right? He is not faster than Usain Bolt, Tim. I hate to tell you. No, no. But he's like one happens. of the fastest receivers I've ever seen. This happens all the time where they get. They get the track stars, the 100-meter, like, dash guys to, to come try out for a football team because they would be the fastest person in the world. It's like they can't catch. So you get the guys who ran or the they 10... they don't want to get hit. Yeah. So you get the guy who ran 10-4 but also played football because that's just better. Um, I would play Hartman. Uh, Tim, would you play Heart of Charkness? <laughs> or would you play Scorin McLaurin? No, I think McLaurin is just an errand boy sent by grocery clerks. I, uh, what does that even mean? Do they have Heart grocery Heart. clerks anymore? Heart of Darkness. Oh, right. Apocalypse ah. Now. Sorry. Anyway, I, I would play Chark. There, I would. I, I think I would play McLaurin. You would play McLaurin? Yeah. Would you play, like, DJ Moore or McLaurin? Oh, Moore. But I would have played Moore anyway. I have Samuel above Moore. It seems like there's more of a connection with yeah. Alan I like Samuel. them both. I like the Panthers a lot this week. They should crush uh, the Texans, I think. I, I'm for that. I don't would, think it's going to happen. Would you play Josh Gordon or would you play a banged up Josh Gordon against Tredavious White? I play McLaurin, yeah. So cool. like that Chark, Demarcus Robinson, Allen Robinson, 
tier that I have, at least, in my rankings. I'm going to put McLaurin right below them. So, like, sure. 34 or something like that. I should probably put the numbers in. That's a lot of work, Gary. And the site doesn't make it easy for me. That's true. If it's not going to auto-adjust. If I could just highlight it and press the number thing like I used to and it would just work, I would have the numbers in. But, like, it just screws up the entire column. You can find all my updated rankings. They're now updated to, like, this very second on DKPlaybook.com or if you hit the description of this video and or podcast because they're in there. Hmm. Do you have a big take on this Redskins-Giants game? It feels like everyone just thinks this is going to be a shootout, but both these teams just might be terrible. I don't think it's going to be a shootout. I don't, I don't think the Redskins are going to score more than 15 to 20 points. Like, I think the Giants are going to score 30-ish. I like the Giants to cover. If, that, if, that, if, if that's the case, how are the Giants your super lock of the week? Yeah. Because I don't make the – well, because I love the Saints the best of any team on the board this week. I like the Giants a lot, but the Giants are already favored. So what do you like, think the I final the, score of the Saints game is going to I think the Saints are going to win outright. That's not what I asked, but okay. I don't know. I think it's like 27-20 Saints. Yeah, it feels like you have more confidence in the Giants. Yeah, but the Giants are also a very stupid team, and I know better than to get too, too invested in that team. But you ask me what I think is going to happen. I think the Giants can win by 10 to 15 points. Okay. I, 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 look, I, I don't think you're wrong in your trepidation that we're just thinking a game started by Daniel Jones and Case Keenum is going to hit 60 points. Well, the, um, it's one of the highest, like, totals of the week. Oh, sure. It's the, really- the Giants. The God. He's the best quarterback we've ever seen in those parts, and he's going to be so good. The, the Giants have the fifth highest implied team total, I think. Um, Washington's, like, eight. I'm Look, all in I, on Daniel Jones. I, I, think, I think there's a very real chance do, we do can see. Do you hear him? Oh, yeah. How bitter he is? Yep. Well, I know. I love the guy. He's going to be great. Trying to curse poor Daniel Jones? Because everyone just slobby Sam is... On the other side there, just being like, oh, I can't play because I have mono. They're on bye this week, which is killing a lot of my rosters. It's probably helping a lot of your rosters, like, to be God, perfectly honest with you. That's sad you have no, that have much exposure. I have a lot of Niners and Jets. How are you doing? The Tim Andercuss story. You know, I got screwed last week. That's a separate story. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. Uh, if we're going to go to P. Rich, he's about 3800 bucks. Uh, I yeah. believe he's, yeah. And Albert Wilson will return for the Dolphins this week. 4, 000, He's 4,000. Yeah. If Albert Wilson was out, I would actually really like Preston Williams a lot. But I think that Wilson's the guy who's going to get all these targets from Josh Rosen. Um, I don't know if that's necessarily going to happen. Uh, He's an easy completion for Rosen. Like, Drake had, what, six catches last week? Yeah. Like, those now go to Albert Wilson, I believe. But I, I don't think, it's not as if Kenyon Drake's not going to be playing, though, you know? No, but like instead of like forcing the ball downfield, downfield, at least now you have a capable receiver. And the reason I think that you can play him is he can make a guy miss and go 80 yards. Sure, like he's I, that type of look, guy. Albert, Albert Wilson is the dictionary definition of a GPP play because he's an 80-yard touchdown waiting to happen. And he'll get carries, too. <laughs> Occasionally, he, he, he will get jet sweep He might carries. throw the ball. Who knows? Um... Look, I, I, I think you're right in assuming that it, it definitely affects Williams' target share. Um, but I, I think either is still a perfectly fine play if you're, if you're going to go that route anyway. But the really, the, it's unfortunate that he was hurt for the second game of the season because the, the Albert Wilson case was just that it was Fitzpatrick who loved targeting his slot receiver through the last nine years. Uh, we don't really have the same kind of data, obviously, on well, Josh Rosen. I mean, we have data on Josh Rosen that he's very Andrew Sneaky Andrew on Josh Rosen. When did, when did that happen? When Tim ranked him as the best quarterback right. in that draft class. Yeah, now the guy true. plays plays for the worst teams in the history of time. But he's just he likes throwing short passes. I, I, yes, his A dot is, is large, but he doesn't complete a lot of those. The ones he actually completes are the short ones. I mean, to be fair to him, he's had about six drops on wide open guys 40 yards down the field. Um, Feinberg made this point on the spread show on Wednesday. Oh, because Feinberg has logical takes for a charge. No, yeah, it was actually like, it, and it plays itself out when you look at it, is that they're very good at shutting down wide receiver ones, but they have no defense but after I think, that. I think a big part of that is Casey Hayward, though. It is, but like Devontae Parker now taking, let's say it's Devontae Parker or potentially Preston Williams. It's one of those two guys that gets taken out of this game. But, but again, Casey Hayward might not play. He should play in this game. He's the one who's the most likely to play. Look, I, that's, that's all well and good, but 
again, we're talking about someone who's questionable coming into this game. Sure. Okay. Let's just pretend that he plays. Okay. That yeah, leaves everybody's questionable now. Like they got rid of probable and and the questionable is like your only option. So I'm just saying, if 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 that's the logic we're leaning on, there's a chance he doesn't play in this game. Okay, then everyone's viable for the Dolphins yeah. receiving game. I would prefer Albert Josh Rosen, Rosen yardage over. Eh, but Clearly, still... Garyan thinks the Chargers are going to lose, and he just doesn't no. want to say. I do think the Dolphins cover though. I don't. Loves the Dolphins this week. You do love. the It Dolphins. would not be good for this. I mean, show. I love the Dolphins it would not every be good week for this show if the Dolphins won. What that are you? Not what are you talking about? That would be the that greatest would... thing that could ever happen to the yeah, show. Jeff, Jeff that would, would be. That would... That Just. would not be a. If I have to be a part of that show, that would not be a fun show to do. Oh, I think it would be the most fun show to do. Yeah, we've already lost Sam Darnold to a ridiculous illness, and we had you come on and cry about it. That was great. If the Chargers lose to the Dolphins. The only fear of it not being a good show is that Jeff wouldn't show up. He'd be like in his yeah. basement, like crying still. Yeah. Who did you pick? Who did you pick in Reverse Survivor? Uh, this week I took. Oakland. Really? Which oh. is which is the other side of my survivor pick. I couldn't take the Chargers. I've already I've already burned them. So uh the Colts were my survivor pick. It's still insane to me that you've already used the Chargers this season. I used them in week one. I, I know. That's the only I the only game you could have used the them. I didn't realize how bad the Dolphins were going to be. Had I known, I would have played Baltimore. You know what's fun? When Tim mocked my over Darren Waller catches last week and he oh. got thirteen passes. <laughs> I'm, I'm aware. I was following that closely, too, because he didn't do much yardage-wise, but he had a ton of catches. He had, like, 130 yards. Which is not that many on 13 catches, if you think about it. Oh, my God. It isn't. Like, he, it was it was the Jamison Crowder game, Redux. Yeah, it was. Great but for PPR. Except he had 130 oh, yards. Wait, wait, is that a question from the audience, sir? Yes. Just wondering if uh, Tim thinks Waller is a uh, a viable cash play since he's our resident cash expert this yes, week. Yes, ca- cash game, yeah. Tim. No, I don't. I don't think any Raiders are playable this week. Mm, unfortunate. I'm using Waller. Yeah. And I actually have Jacobs in a few lineups, too. Is Look, I, I know we have this dilemma maybe twice a season, and I, I saw it picking up steam on Twitter earlier this week. Tapered off a little bit, but still. Is this the... Two tight ends in a GPP week? Seems like there's a lot of tight ends everyone likes this week. Here's the thing. I think there are two tight Like There's three tight ends that are garnering all the attention. And it's Ingram, it's Waller, and it's Disley. Yeah. It's a good week to play the expensive Chiefs. Yeah. Because everyone's playing Robinson, everyone's playing Hardman along with Mahomes. That's a stack that they're using. I think both Watkins and Kelsey come in a lot lower owned than you think. Just because they're so... It's hard to stack them because they're super expensive. But on those stacks that I made with the Chiefs, those are the two that I have. Oh, yeah. I think, I think you're right. I think this is the lowest ownership week we see Kelsey have for a very long time. And Kelsey has yet to be bad yeah. yet this year. His worst game was three for 88 because he got up by too many points. <laughs> does, this spread, yeah. does this spread worry anyone? Because I was talking about this last night with a friend. Just, and Feinberg's what, on the line. It's at seven now. Oh, it's at seven? Okay. But I still just like the Chiefs to smash them. Yeah. yeah, well, particularly with Stafford's playing, you know, at 50% or whatever the heck he's going to be out there ambling with a bad hip. I don't know. <clears throat> it, it, you know, it's interesting. I did not appreciate till earlier in the week till everybody started tweeting about it that this was Mahomes' first game indoors. So that probably uh, it, it, you know, suggests it's going to be a pretty good day for the Chiefs. I don't know. I haven't got the Lions right this year. I don't know what to do with them. So I'm just going to continue well, to be wrong and pick against them. I just think they they are not not that they're fooling anyone. Not that anyone's out here like, oh, the Lions are two zero and one. They must be good. No, people are kind of convinced the Lions are good, which they are not. Well, if you, they you win both... this, if they manage to win this week, then we actually do have to stop. Great, we can't bet this game seven no, hours right. from now. <laughs> which um, is why we it's why we have to go against them. And I think you have to make them beat us. I just think you look at how they've won each of these games. They they blew a massive lead. Well, that was a tie, but they blew a massive lead in week one to a Cardinals team that is clearly hot trash. Uh, if Austin Eckler doesn't fumble at the goal line and if Phillip Rivers doesn't, I don't know, have a seizure mid-pass and throw one of the worst interceptions I've seen this season, uh, they lose that game to the Chargers. And then that game against Philly was just strange. There was a lot of weird stuff. And then they tried to give the game away. The ball. And, and yeah, and then they almost lost that game too. And if Arceo Whiteside catches that touchdown... That the Lions are such a dumb team that shenanigans follow them wherever they go. So any game they're involved in is going to be stupid by definition. <laughs> stupid things are going to happen. They're just one of those teams. 
So the line in the Chiefs game opened at four and a half, and it got rightfully smashed. It's up to a touchdown now. So like a lot of money is on the Chiefs side, but the line has adjusted along with it, so it's not that big of a deal. Um, so it's not like reverse line. The line has moved properly along with it. The one game where all the money came in yet has not moved all week is 90% of the money's on the Patriots minus seven. And that has not moved to seven and a half. That has not moved to eight. Just stuck at minus seven. All yeah, the books are taking a stance with the Bills. And I, I you know, if you're going to take a, st- which is weird because, you know, they lose so much money with, every, with the Patriots so often. So it's interesting to see the books uh, do that. I think they're just banking on the defense versus a bad offensive line and just think this, I, I think so too. And that, that, that this ends up. What's that? Allen's a capable enough quarterback that he you know, shouldn't throw them out of the game. Oh, I mean, if there's a quarterback who's going to throw you out of the game, Josh Allen's very high ranking no. on that list. He, he, can go, he, he can go win this game yes. for you, but he can also throw you out of it very yeah. quickly. He, he had a couple uh, throws last week where I was like, oh, look, Josh Allen's back. <laughs> his I, interceptions are like punts. Like, no, if, not last week they weren't. I'm trying to think of like, it's hard to tease. Like, we always give Tim Heat for teasing against the Chiefs for no apparent reason, right. and it screwed them for the first two weeks of the year because yep. they, they can score so many points. In this and I game, tease with them, and I won. Yeah, there you go. You Smart move. Um, if you were to play like a tease or even a parlay of that game, like I do like the Bills plus seven, but if the Bills cover the plus seven, I feel like it has to be an under. Like 10-6. Yeah. yeah. 13-10. to 10. Like that yeah, sort both of games game. teams played last year were, were well under the number. I, I think under's in play. If the Patriots win, it'll be like a 24-13 type of game if they cover no, I think I think you're right. If 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 there's a game or a team on this slate where you can find pretty heavy correlation to the only scenario they win this game is if it's a low scoring game. It's probably the Bills. Um But you could even tease that. You could tease yeah. what what's the over under in that? That's forty I think it's forty one and a half. Forty one and a half. So tease it up. If you did a let's say you even you did a six point teaser on this, you tease the total you tease the under up to forty seven and a half, then tease the spread to thirteen. Yeah. That, I don't like that might play around even money. I don't know. Waiver wire wise, if you had to uh, roll with one of these guys the rest of the year, like, well, your boy Devonte Adams, who was incredibly cursed, is hurt. Well, apparently uh, he's not be, that hurt. Be. If he actually yeah. has turf toe, like he said, he's going to be out at least three weeks. Sure. So let's oh, say when he comes back, he'll be great. Poor Gary. Uh, I just wanted to trade the guy. Gary currently has a zero in his lineup, which is a concern with it running back. Who? Looking at his team now, he has Justin Jackson in there. Yeah. You gotta take him out. I don't even know if I have to. <laughs> I'm playing the other actively tanking team. Oh, really? In the Dynasty League. Hey, you still have zero wins. You have to. Ends. You have to play I players know, who play, or you I get penalized. Know. I will take away your first round draft pick. Kai have it. What's that? Kai no. have it. As commissioner, it goes to me. Oh, and it's probably the first overall pick too. So yeah, the teaser in that way. I don't know it just. I worry about both defenses in this game being so good that both these defenses score. Like, why not Patriots defense this week? I know they're expensive, but they were expensive that week. You them. played them, and they were great. Yeah, they scored forty points. They, they did score forty. Points. I got nothing against them, nothing at all. It's uh, just I, they're just a bit pricey. We got a five-minute warning uh, for the questions. So if you want to start loading your questions in now, that's where we're going to start from, and we will start getting to these questions in around five minutes' time. May even go like an extra five minutes. You know, if we get, we only have ninety-four likes right now. The goal would be if we can get over 250 likes, we'll start adding on time. For every 50 over that, then we'll continue to add more time onto it. But it doesn't seem like people want to do that, Garyan. They hate the show. They hate it so much. Well, i got to be on the sweat at 1130, so let's not get over, like, You're not on at 1130. You're on at, like, 1134. Yeah. Maybe there shouldn't be any giveaways if there's only 94 likes. I already said that there's going to be giveaways. You can't lie to the people, Tim. How many, how many bands are we giving Tim this week? How many do you think he's earned? He figured out what cash games are on DraftKings. That's, that's, that's worth a yeah. ban. I think he gets four bands this week. Paul, what do you think? That sounds, that sounds reasonable. Sounds reasonable. Nice. Okay. Yeah, four bands. Do you like it, Tim? Four bands? I do appreciate that. All right. I suppose any final thoughts before we say goodbye to the audio listeners? To me or Bye, Tim? Bye, everybody. About football in week four, potentially? <sighs> I think it's a I, tough week. Uh, good luck to you. I, I don't think there's any, any easy or clear paths this week. I think my advice would be don't worry about the big big tournaments. Just focus on the double ups. That's where the money is. 
I will say Inman and Keyshawn Johnson as the $3,000 and the $3,200 player to fill out the back end of your lineup. I like Gallman enough to play him at his price. I like James White at 49. Leonard Fournette as a contrarian play. But if you can just jam McCaffrey and Eckler into your lineup, you probably want to do that. And my favorite stack is Lamar Jackson, Hollywood Brown, Mark Andrews with Beckham coming back. Yeah. Uh, oh, yes, sir, from the audience. Uh, the, the likes went up to 211 from 94 in like wow. one minute. Well, just me threatening taking away, uh, you know, uh, giveaways is enough to entice the people to like it. I if think. if we can get above three hundred likes in the next minute, I'll take Tim's bands away from him. Oh, how about that? There's a tease for all the audio listeners. So we're gonna jump into the chat. If you want to be involved in the chat uh, and get your question answered, probably we probably won't get to all of them because there's seemingly a ton of them right now. That you can tune in 10:30 a.m. Eastern time. That's when the live chat starts. But if you just want to watch the show live, 9:30 a.m. Eastern time every single Sunday. DraftKings YouTube channel, Facebook.com/slash the PME. It's where you can find the show live and on Periscope and my Twitter page at the PME. I'll be back live tomorrow, 1 p.m. Eastern time with Steve Buchanan, recapping the week, talking about the injuries, talking about the waiver wire, and giving away those 20 DK bucks I talked about. So for you audio listeners out on iTunes and Stitcher and Spotify, where you wherever you subscribe, I'll see you tomorrow. Good luck in week four. Experience! Experience!